Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool, and you are listening to Hindsight Hacking, where we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you clearer foresight. And now, as we still bring you the same great, amazing interviews each and every week, we are adding bits and pieces to serve you in such a great way. These bits and pieces are some mindset hacks, visibility hacks, traffic hacks, and more on the daily hacks. So we want to make sure that you have all the tools and all the resources that you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And obviously, to get more sales. So head over to gethhhm.com forward slash toolbox to grab your free resources to get the help you need to get more. And if you're interested, after you collect all those freebies, because they're amazing, hit the link in the show notes and jump on our calendar because we definitely want to help you. Guys, we absolutely love the community that we've created with your guys' help, and we love all the hindsight hackers. So jump on in and get on our calendar. So without further ado, what do you say? Let's get to it. All right. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode. And today we have a special treat for you. We have the one, the only Miss Amanda Holmes. So if you're wondering who Amanda is, we're going to let her explain all that. But if it makes you feel any better, we get to talk about the Dream 100 strategy and how Amanda is actually the CEO of Chet Holmes International, uh, basically the godfather of the Dream 100 concept. Uh, but they, they get to teach 12 ways to double your sales based on the ultimate sales machine, voted one of the best top 10 books in uh, sales of all time. Yes, all time. So Amanda, I am so thankful, so grateful, so blessed that you have chosen to join us today to share your message and to have a conversation with us. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Yes, my pleasure. I'm excited to dive in. Oh my goodness, we are so excited to have you and just to talk all things that you are currently working on. But before we get too far ahead of ourselves, why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about you? Uh, okay. Uh, well, Chat Homes International, we've been around for since 1991. That's how we've been able to assist over 250,000 businesses worldwide and all based around, like you said, my father's book, Chet Hol- uh, The Ultimate Sales Machine, um, which purely word of mouth. I really have not done anything marketing wise over the last eight years, and we're still selling thousands of copies a month just by people loving it and sharing it. So thank you for anybody that's watching this that has read the book or has recommended the book or given it away. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been such a gift. Uh, Eight years, no marketing. And uh, that just tells you folks what a great asset that is. Uh, You know, a, a, a lucky scenario for Ron and I, we've got our agency and we've never done ads. We've never done... Uh, any kind of paid advertising in that sense, because it's we are all about uh, working on the relationships and building the relationships. And then a referral comes one way and you take care of your person and the next time a referral comes. And, and, and so that's an, a testament to the quality of, of what was put out there so long ago to allow eight years to go by without yeah. anything. Like that's insane. So, uh, but tell us, you are... Uh, CEO of the company now and uh, running the day-to-day 
I assume putting your own spin on some things, but uh, yeah, tell us like what's what's your life like with being the CEO, and and what's what's some of the fun things you got going on. <laughs> well, just I should have asked this before we started. Hindsight hacking is is mostly. Do we have business owners in the crowd? Do we have marketers in the crowd? Yeah, all about entrepreneurship, marketing, online uh, space. Uh, we definitely are are all about those folks out there. So pretty much anybody we're talking to, uh, the, the Dream 100 concept is uh, known or they do hear it from us. So it is. It we, is do, we do speak out. We do speak out. <laughs> okay. I even see RJ in the comments. RJ is big on the Dream 100. Yes. Yes. Okay. yes. He, was, he was one of the first coming on the show to talk Dream 100 with us. Yep. Oh, all right. That's wonderful. Uh, well, okay. Uh, I had never planned to be an entrepreneur in my father's business. I was a singer-songwriter. Uh, I had released my fourth record at Living in LA, and my father got ill. Uh, that changed the course of my life. He ended up passing in 2012, and here I was. I inherited a couple hundred staff, all double my age. And I, I I was shocked. I wanted nothing to do with it. It was terrifying to me. And I missed my father. Uh, I loved him very dearly. We were very close. I was born on his birthday, just to say how kismet we were. So, um, so tight. Uh, so here I am eight years later, I stepped in as CEO after two years of um, looking and listening and asking questions, and we are thriving today. Lots of little great wins, but um, uh, we doubled sales last year uh, during COVID. That's quite a quite a feat, and I'm just grateful to be here. And yes, things are different from what they were when I inherited the company, and I've made it my own. That's super important that you make it your own. What's crazy, like as you guys were talking about the whole eight years thing, I was like, gosh, can we survive eight years without advertising? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we can. But no, I think it's I think it's it's interesting that not only you were forced into this pivot, but you you for all intents and purposes, you kind of took the bull by the horn and took it and ran with it. And now you've doubled doubled your sales over previous years in a in a down quote unquote economy that's phenomenal thank you you know thank so you. yeah what what do you think was like a couple of the biggest things that you were able to say hey this is working this is what i want to try was since all these people like i know when i was younger I had managed people that were older than me and sometimes they don't want to change things. Did you run into things like that or was everyone kind of welcoming and ready to try something? I don't know. No, it, it was, difficult. it was difficult. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, uh, uh, well, I didn't know the business at all, right? So here I am and we're kind of looking at each other going, I don't really know what I'm doing. And they're like, we know you don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, okay, this is awkward, right? So there's was, was some weirdness there. Um, yeah, and just over the years, I've had the opportunity to go in and you know 
close some of our biggest deals that we've had, you know, um, increase our marketing leads by 1,176%. Um, you know, just little, little wins here and there and getting my, getting my feet wet and, and, and also the journey of really understanding what kind of an environment do I want to work in and uh, provide for my staff was huge because I, the, the company culture that my father had is very different from the culture that I wanted. So. And so how, how's it going, right? How's the, the, this, you've, you've, you're now there, you're in charge. I assume people think or understand that you know what you're doing now uh, after the time. And uh, yeah, what, like, how is the culture? How is, how is every, every aspect of it? And, you know, the, the, if you're doubling your sales and revenue and, and I assume there's some longtime staff or at least some staff that have been around now the last couple of years, like what's, what is that culture like? And uh, because 100%, like Ron and I, we believe like if the culture is right, people won't leave. I don't care what you're paying them, but the culture, if the culture is strong, you know, you're going to have a, a, a good core group of people that can surround you with to help you grow. Uh, yes. I think for me, the biggest light bulb that came this last year was realizing that it wasn't the Amanda show, that it wasn't about me proving myself because the previous years, it was very much like I got competitive and I'm like, I'm going to show you that I can close this business. I'm going to show you that I'm going to convert more than anybody that's come before. I'm going to do it all the way that I want to do it, you know? So yeah. it was a bit of an ego, um, ego drive. And this last year, I kind of settled back and just said, you know, what can I learn from everyone? What what is everyone's talents and how can I hold them up and, you know, kind of put the Manda show a bit on the on the back burner. And uh, I found that we got so much more done when it was about my team versus about me. Mm, that is that is huge. And as entrepreneurs out there, there's so much. I'm going to do this. I can do this. I don't want to give this up. Um, how did you, or was there a something that came to you that you're like, I have to give this up? Or did you just sit down and say, hey, I want to try something new? Was there a turning point that made you kind of turn off the ego a little bit? Uh, I think it was just I couldn't do everything that I wanted to get accomplished. So I'm very active in a nonprofit called Divine Bliss International. And when the um, pandemic hit, we did a lot of work to bring people together from all work, walks of life. We built this whole movement that reached 19 countries of people just saying, okay, there's a lot of fear happening in the pandemic, but a very small percentage that are actually affected. What can we do to assist all those that are in fear? Uh, so we led these programs that would assist people with meditation and positive thinking and a community of these people that believe this, everyone from China to Belgium to Australia. And I mean, it, it was amazing across the United States as well. So I was doing that as my passion project. And then I also was had tasked my team, we need to create a micro funnel every month. So my father's book has a core competency for every chapter. There's there's 12 core competencies for doubling sales. And I said, okay, we got a niche to get rich, right? So let's just focus on each one of these core competencies, build out a micro funnel. And I could not run the micro funnels and do it all myself and do all the writing 
and the building, which normally was something that I would hold very sacred and you know wouldn't let anybody else do, but I had to let go of the control to be able to do both, do what I was, what I loved, which was passion project of the nonprofit as well as CHI. So that, uh, yeah, to carry both forward, I realized I had to let go of the control. <laughs> you look sad about letting go of the control, but uh, my business partner over there has the I same. Knew he was going to say that. That's not very nice. Like, <laughs> mean sometimes. You just have to understand that. But. Oh man! All right, so Amanda, tell us what what is your take on the Dream One Hundred? What what is your philosophy, but behind it for yourself and and uh, you know just from being next to the to the the content so much, so much closer than the rest of us, the rest of us, which we hear it in theory, right. And we, we hear it second and third and fourth hand, right. Like you're kind of on that first level. What, what's your take on all, all of that? Oh man, you ask me this and I know that there's so much behind this of like what you think about the dream 100 and what works and what doesn't work. So I'm curious <laughs> to hear what you have to say about that. Oh. We will answer after. We, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I will. I will give you my thoughts when when you're done. To be completely honest with you, to me, the Dream 100 is a way of life. It's not about okay, what's the big win that I can get? What's the big client that I can put on my trophy wall? You know, it's relationships that matter, and surrounding yourself with people that are that take you to a whole nother level, right? Like just a, a complete quantum jump. How can you make that happen? And when you do that, can you be of service? Can you be giving? Can you add value? Can you bring something to them that they never thought that they needed or maybe they do need and you found the solution? So it's something that my father did a great job of procedurizing and making into a system that can be repeatable, right? For sales. How many right. times have you said, let's just win big deals. That's great. But he was able to put a system to it. And I, as I've gone through this whole journey of assisting with dream 100s, doing my own dream 100s, and then now this whole building of a dream 100 course, I'm realizing that there's a lot of things that just naturally make sense to me because I grew up with my father, you know, doing these things. I thought, of course, that's what you do. But the world isn't like that. Actually, you, you, you know, when I am now assisting with my sales team, and it's, you, you know, they're going out there and making the relationships and maybe the first step to a sale or no, the first step to a sale is building rapport. And maybe they're terrible at that. And to me, it makes obvious, you know, of course you build rapport, how do you build rapport. Okay, let's do a workshop on it, right? So it's, it's, to me, it's my way of being, it's my way of life. It's surrounding myself with wonderful relationships that are meaningful. It's not about, okay, how can I get this quick win? How can I get a sale? It's building that depth and doing it with a, with a vein of, I'm going to be of service. I'm going to give first before I receive. Cause usually in a dream 100, you're not on the top end of that echelon, right? You're trying to get up to that. So what can you give? What can you be of great value? So I don't know if that answers or if that debunks some of your ideas on Dream 100, but <laughs> I will I will say that. Okay. Well, no, I completely agree. Show's over. We're done now, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> no, okay. So how you explained it, I a hundred percent agree. It's about the relationships. Um, our little twist on it is instead of going after those big fish that are years in that relationship building where most entrepreneurs, when they start, they're trying to go after these big fish that it's going to take years for you to get noticed. And we're like, what if you surround yourself with people that are just like above your level, just a little bit, help each other get up another level, then help each other again, get up another level. And then sooner or later, you're going to get up to that level. But more importantly, you're building lasting relationships, helping people excel in places you can't excel and they can't excel without you. And what's also kind of cool, you become somebody else's dream 100 in that same process, but you're surrounding yourself with people that you're building those lasting, strong relationships that you know, Hey, we all did this together. And how cool is that? And, And that's, that's kind of our take on the dream 100, not making a hundred names on a list and sending shoes to people. Like we just never, never did that piece. So those, that's, that's like our thing. And, and my wife would get mad if I said, Hey, I'm going to spend a half or, you know, a half a million dollars on a website to give it away. Like she'd probably be mad at me too. So, yeah. So if you're unfamiliar with that story, Russell Brunson bought mastermind.com for Tony Robbins and Dean Gracio. So you write like that was kind of his process to get to do business with them. And, and yeah, he had the ability and the funds to be able to do that. Uh, but, but yeah, for us, it's all about how can we level up together with people around us? And, and we don't, we didn't like the fact that so many people would take a list and write a hundred names. Like, don't like, just go take action. Right. But, and so we put like, let's give 20 names on there. And, and where are these 20 names? Right. And, and if you slowly level up, you'll eventually get to the right point because again, it's all about those relationships. And we don't want just to see somebody on the top of our list and we want them to notice us so they can be on our podcast. No, we want to, we want to ultimately grow to a point where we can serve them and in the same way that you're talking about, right? So again, it's for us, just like you, it's all about the relationships. And we watched so many people when we learned about the concept that they just wouldn't take action because a hundred names is scary. Writing a hundred names on a list was daunting and then they wouldn't do anything. And we're like, okay, just stop overthinking it. Put 20 names on the list. And now let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's that's basically. It. I mean, literally, the concept. We we talked about it over just over a year ago that we kind of came up with kind of meshing it. We're like, what if we can? There was like four guys that we were all talking at Funnel Hacking Live last year, and we're like, gosh, what if we were like the Rat Pack next year? Like, let's just help each other get higher in this sales thing, and see what we can do. And we all kind of give each other clients. We kind of bounce things back and forth and we work together in a really unique, cool way. And that all came from the idea of the relationship building and helping people be successful. And the other piece is if you do things for the right way, I think I feel the universe will reward you. However, you should be rewarded if you're doing it for the right way. 100%. (laughs) I believe in that wholeheartedly. Perfect. So tell us, tell us a little bit more about the Divine Bliss International uh, before we get into some of your like current workings. But yeah, tell us about that, that uh, nonprofit. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Um, so I study, I, for the last nine years, I've studied under an Indian saint. Her name, her formal title is Sarvalokama, Her Holiness, Sri 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 1008 Guruji Punamji. The very long. Yes. Wow. One more time. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Sarvalokama, which is like mother of the universe. Okay. Her holiness. Okay understand that one yeah shri 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 which means that she has conquered all levels of her conscious her conscious her subconscious and her superconscious. Okay. 1008 means basically enlightenment so the thousand and eight petals on your crown chakra uh have bloomed uh guruji which is someone that brings you from ignorance or darkness to light and punamji is part of her uh, birth given name, but I just call her Guruji. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Holy smokes. Like, like, as you were saying that, I was like, wow, she, like, you have to practice saying that. That would be a long, hard <laughs> I would mess that. This is why Corey goes first in our show anyway, because <laughs> he, he has to say all the names. I just talk and it's, it's perfect. So, wow. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> the name is okay. Yeah. Tell us more about the, the Divine Bliss International and, and the amazing work that you're doing there. Yeah, I, I originally found Guruji because I had celiacs. So the smell of pizza would make me nauseous and ill. If I ever ate it, I would have to go to the hospital. It was just a very extreme case. Um, and if, even if I started to eat foods, I would become allergic to them because my stomach had holes in it and it was just terrible. And she told me, yeah, and we went to every doctor possible in the Western hemisphere and nobody had a solution. They just said, don't eat wheat. Uh, and then I met her and she said, every disease in the body is just a dis-ease of our minds. If we release them, then you can be cured of it. And I can guide you to do that. Would you like that? And I said, yes, I'll follow you across the world to do that, of course. Yeah. And she had a healing center at that time in Singapore, which is still there. And so I went there and over six weeks, I went through a program of just you know, healthy eating, uh, workshops to understand what was going on in my mind, being in this very high vibration space. And I walked out six weeks later, cured of celiacs. Wow. I, it was un unbelievable. And I thought, why doesn't the whole world have something like this? So when I got back to the United States, I was lucky enough to be a part of the, the creation of the, the center that she has in Florida. I've lived on and off there in Florida um, over the years. And it's really been my safe haven for all of the craziness that happened with my father and the business. And th the reason why CHI is here today is because of that self-mastery that I really studied with her of overcoming the limiting beliefs and overcoming. I mean, was even just thinking about this today of or the last few days all of these people that think, oh, I want to go after my dream one. Let's even say it's a dream one, but they're too afraid to even like attempt it. You know, it's that limiting stuff that holds us back. And I thought, well, I do have kind of a couple of different exercises that I've learned from my guru that I could probably assist people with and give them so that when you're feeling in fear, how do you overcome that, right? Like something right. just simple and easy and done. So I'm thinking that I might, add that into the dream 100 course. <laughs> oh my gosh. That would be one. That would be, that would be epic because you're talking, I mean, the biggest thing that holds people back is a limited belief, right? But you've taken that 
to another level where you're curing yourself through your belief. Yeah. That's huge. My, my mind is a little bit blown on that. Like that, that's yeah. even a possibility that you can cure celiacs through that. Oh my gosh. Like well, it's, the way that she describes it is imagine that every, so we're actually made out of sound. So science has proven that it, we're just matter sound waves moving at a very fast pace, right? So if every thought we think and every thing we voice becomes like a frequency that emits from us, like how people say, you have a great vibe. They're actually mm -hmm. referencing our vibrational frequency. So of everything mm -hmm. we think and all of the things we speak and of the places that surround us, we have this vibration that's emitting around us, an electromagnetic field. So every negative thought we think, it gets, uh, they like clump together in this electromagnetic field and then they get absorbed by the body and that's what creates dis-ease. So she teaches these methods around how to actually clear away those frequencies before they even enter the body. I mean, I was telling my doctor that I knew I had a hormonal imbalance. And she looks at me and she goes, that's impossible. You can't know that you have an, a, a hormonal imbalance. I'm like, of course I can. I've been treating it for weeks. What are you talking about? <laughs> She's right. like, I read it in your blood. I'm like, I knew far beyond that. I, I could even, I could feel when it started to onset. I, and I knew, okay, this is an issue that's coming up for me and I need to solve it and I need to work through it. So that, that process is so lost today. It's outsourced to, to Google and WebMD and even, you know, a doctor says this is what you need to do. And so you think that that's what you need to do. But I, from watching my father, you know, battle for his life with leukemia for a year and a half, I know that there's a lot that needs to be done for us to understand ourselves and to live healthier lives. And for me, that then gets completely translated to the business, right? So the more that you feel whole and complete and balanced, the better your whole business will be, the better your staff will be because you're upholding that and you're assisting others to do that. So I didn't think I would go here, but here- No, but this is, this is so good. This, this is why, we, this is exactly why we don't script our show because we never would have learned about this. And this is fascinating, like literally fascinating because if you can- put together the vibrational piece with the limited beliefs on top of the dream 100. Oh, that's, that's just pure power. I mean, RJ's like absolutely limiting beliefs is the obstacle in dream 100. Like you would, you, you found a huge hole that you know how to fix and it still, it just blows me away, but I've been learning about vibrations and frequencies because I, I have no clue why, but it's just been in my face a lot over the last probably two months. And so it's funny that you bring that up because I've said with Corey and my wife, like I will start seeing things that of the direction I'm supposed to go. That's like God saying, Hey, this is the direction you have to go, go that, that way. So it's hilarious that you brought that up. So frequency, I, I have a question around that. Yeah. So this is something that I've been seeing where, if you play a certain frequency, it will help bring good things to you and, and negate some of the, the negative stuff. Is that, is that kind of what you're talking about? I'm trying to think how I'm going to re reply to this. So the, 
we did every kind of alternative when my father first was diagnosed and one of them was vibrational frequencies where mm -hmm. my father would listen on earplugs and we would watch he would do his blood work he'd listen to whatever one needed work like your pancreas is too high listen to this frequency he would listen to the frequency he would come back and do another blood test and the and the pancreas would be lower like no way. it was quite no. remarkable. Um, uh, but it's hard to be exact and it's, and, and you really need somebody that's a true expert at frequencies to be able to diagnose that correctly. I will. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to give, like, say, yes, go out and do the frequency. Right. No, 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 no. But I think it's huge that, that, but I will tell you, yeah, I will tell you. So being a singer songwriter in a previous life, music was my everything. And I went through this phase and I'm still there where modern music was just so full of pain and depression and anger and mm -hmm. angst. And, and to raise my frequency, I didn't want to cloud my vibration with their problems. I have enough of my own problems. I don't need <laughs> their problems too, you know? Right. So I started listening to these Sanskrit chants to, and it's the same thing with uh, classical music as well. It sends out a frequency, you know, you listen to classical music and it has beautiful emotions in it, but it's nobody speaking them out saying, you know, I'm feeling really lonely today. I'm feeling really angry today. You know, it's, it's so overwhelming the amount of noise we hear. But with classical music or a Sanskrit chant or, you know, I know Sanskrit chants, uh, it helps to just cleanse and clear that vibration. And that's a lot more elevating than I've seen a lot more results from that and playing that. Like even while I'm working, I will play the guide three mantra because I know that it's just so wholesome and positive and lifts me up in every way in a balanced kind of way. Uh, I've also taught um, like ones in English, even like a mantra, like I'm happy. I love myself. My body's full of love and light. And just like repeating that over and over again, like it could just be something positive. Like what a, what a completely different concept. Like, let's just listen to things that are positive. <laughs> yes. Oh, so uh, you know, I've I've really dived in and uh, dug into my morning routines, and part of it is includes like uh, you know ten minutes or so of meditation every day. But my favorite ones that I do and follow are the ones when it's all about the gratitude, it's all about that positive thinking, it's all about the the positive affirmations and and stuff like that. Like I I know every single time I have one of those in the morning, it, I I walk away so much different than I would without or then then i would with just a normal like deep thought type meditation it's uh or whatever it line the clearing right like i just when i'm repeating those positive things and and stuff my energy level is just so much better to to go and tackle the day and so uh my last question before we officially talk about the awesome course the dream 100 course but my last uh, question for you is in regards to hindsight the, the process that you had to go through from uh, from the singer songwriter to CEO, uh, what do you wish you would have figured out sooner? What do you wish you would have accomplished sooner uh, versus uh, how kind of how it happened? And and again, our goal of this show is to 
give our listeners better hindsight based on our uh, experts, um, give our listeners better foresight based on our experts' hindsight. And so uh, what do you say to those that are making some kind of transition like that? It's okay to have questions. And so much of our society teaches that you need to have all the answers and you need to speak and have this whole presentation about you. Uh, what's more powerful to me is can you ask the right questions? Can you listen to the answers? Can you hear the people around you because you're quiet enough to hear them? I think that that is something that is way undervalued today in all of the noise and all of the you know, rubble. You have to really search to find somebody that's speaking something of substance or value. So I, I have a long ways to go, but one of my goals is you know, to really be in that place where I release all necessity to ever speak and only speak when it's truly important. <laughs> <laughs> I, so that's to me, hard. that's important. Love it. I was always known as the person that would talk first, and then I had to stop. and And literally, the only way I can get out of that in in a group setting was I had to bite my lip. I I literally had to bite my lip, and then luckily, someone else was hired uh, after me that would always speak before me, so it was perfect. I didn't even have to worry about it. But. <laughs> but I would love to kind of get into this course you're making now and, and, or, and or yeah, you've already made. So w tell us a little bit about that now. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I don't know if you've spent some time on clubhouse. Have you guys a little bit? Oh yeah. Yes. A little so bit. I, I was jumping into these rooms and I found that the dream 100 was being talked about all over the place. And I had, to be honest, I really hadn't realized how much it had permeated our whole world, right? There, it's just now a, everyone knows the dream 100. It's like a common word, yeah. right? Um, so I hadn't really re realized the depth of that, silly me. Um, and being in Clubhouse and hearing how people were deploying it, and just to your point exactly of, yeah, I dream 100 at this, person and they took a picture of the thing that I sent them. Like, dream one wait a second. And now what? <laughs> wait a minute. Right. I'm not exactly sure you understand the point of this concept. Right. So I started realizing that amidst the the popularity it had lost its point. I mean my father taught it as the fastest, least expensive way to double sales. So if it's not doubling your sales, there's something missing there, right? So, um, yeah. So then I went on this binge where I thought, okay, maybe I'll do a course. So I started posting on social saying, oh, I'm doing a Dream 100 course. And I never seen this response in my entire, you know, in my, actually in my entire life where people were like knocking down my door. Like I need that course. Do you have the course yet? Are you done with yeah. it? I just yeah. started a week ago. I want the course. course. <laughs> I'm sorry. And like people were calling and I'm not talking like little people. I'm talking, you know, eight figure business owners, nine figure business owners. They're like, when you having it, I'm ready for it. I need that. I'm like, this is bizarre. I mean, what is happening? So, 
what started off as like a little pet project turned into this whole all-encompassing, you know, uh, love and passion to create something that was really step by step. So I took parts of what my father had created, which is just brilliant of his, you know, getting 60 of the Fortune 500 as clients. He cold called his way all the way through there. He did it all uh, and and proved the Dream 100 concept. He was the creator of it, right? So right. then I took, okay, what have people uh, now adapted to that? So I was getting on clubhouse rooms and asking people as well. I did a, a bunch of just research of collecting our clients, our coaches, my executives, myself. You know, what have what how can you use Dream 100 with press to get a, to get attention? Because I was reporting for Entrepreneur for a number of years. It reached 17 million people. And I will tell you, not one executive ever told me no to get an appointment right? But I'd be interviewing them for millions of people. And then that created that relationship to get them as clients, right? So there's there's a lot of different hacks. Uh, I also tell the story of um, how to convert seven times more business using social selling. And I talk about a story of me winning uh, Dave Woodward's business and uh, some, some Instagram hacks, which was pretty hilarious. Because you have to keep it entertaining. Of course, Dream 100 right. dies very quickly if you're not entertained. Right. So the whole course is just step by step, everything you need to know to land your biggest clients, to land your biggest affiliates, to land your neighborhood that has your biggest, if you're B2C as well. So what is the messaging? How many times do you reach out to them? How does that look today? Uh, what can you do with Facebook? What can you do with LinkedIn? What can you do with being a strategist versus a tactician? And that's what the course is and what it's created. Awesome. And then future is the mindset, right? Future is uh, <laughs> the, the limiting beliefs part added to it, right? I do think like a dream 100 album is like in the works i wrote a song mm. while i was in puerto rico yeah during my dream 100 launch one of the most one of the best converting things that happened for me is i went when was the last time you went through your address book and just went one after another after another looking at every person that you have in your address book and saying i'm going to reach out to every person it yeah it took me <laughs> three days eight hours a day. I was just sitting there texting every person. And I looked at my phone. I went, John Lee Dumas. I have John Lee Dumas's number. Oh my gosh. So I texted him. I'm like, how you doing, John? What's going on? And he was launching a book. And I was like, oh, well, I'll interview you to launch your book. That would be great. And he's like, wonderful. Uh, well, if you come to Puerto Rico, we could do it at my place. And I said, that sounds lovely. <laughs> 24 hours later, I booked my flight. Three days later after my COVID test, I was there in Puerto Rico. Two days after that, I was at his home in Puerto Rico filming that, and which was awesome. It's a beautiful yeah. place. I really have debated moving there since. I, <laughs> but while I was there, I wrote this song that I think could be a track for the Dream 100 album. <laughs> wow, that's super cool. So we're going to, we're going to turn your dream 100 course with the album into like this private podcast for people that buy it and then they can get the whole thing on audio. Right. And uh, yeah, there we go. Next step, next evolution. Yeah. All right. So if I were to buy the dream 100 course, what's it going to set me back? And 
how quickly can I go through it? Or do I need to do it like step one, go execute, and it's going to take you a week? Like what's what's kind of the, the thought and process of that? Yeah, it's 13 modules. And I think that it would be best if you go through it as you're doing it, right? So first, the first one is understanding the Dream 100, then the 10 steps to deploying a Dream 100. So you know, step by step, oh, that's why that never worked, because I forgot step four, or I forgot step seven, or mm-hmm. uh, and then breaking down into messaging, right? So you're creating your core, I'm sorry, you're creating your dream 10, 15, 50, whatever that is. It's, it's meant for you to be going through it as you're doing it. Because if you just watch it, that's kind of lame. <laughs> well, no. And what's cool is you made it a course that it's it's interactive. You do things. Yeah. And, and it's kind of like stop gate. You finish this. Now you do this. And, and I think that's – you can't gloss over that, right? So I think that's cool. I kind of harass you. I will. I will forewarn you. I'm sitting there. I'm like, do it. <laughs> like, there's points where I'm just like, please. <laughs> I'm nice. People that are like on board with it are like, why are you being so intense, Amanda? Calm down. <laughs> but I just know from experience, right, that some people just watch it and that's it. But even if you watch the whole thing and you picked up one gem that landed you a great client it's easily worth it it's it's seven right now it's like if you got one client i would hope that uh it's a big client that's worth more than 497 to you so it's a pretty Uh, yeah yeah it's a pretty small uh offer love it love it everyone will run (laughs) to the dream 100.com and pick it up and uh, get harassed by amanda so that way you can execute so Ron and I are all about that. Ron and I, we have our a podcast course and we give people a, only a week at a time. We don't even give them all the modules. Oh, okay. I and see. so th- if, if they, once we get to week two, if they haven't done week one, they don't get week three. And then we put a little oh, lock on it. And we're like, hey, when you're ready, you know, you, you're going to do this. Well, there's, there's, here's the reason. Um, all of our stuff is a done for you thing, right? So all of our stuff like really gets knocked in on week three. And if you haven't done weeks one and two and be, and you're not committed to actually doing what you say you're going to do, we're going to lock it. We're going to talk to you about it, but here's the commitment. You've committed to do something. We are just as committed to you doing what you said you were going to do. And this is just another way to kind of let's go. Right. Uh, We'll give it to you, but now it's, where the rubber meets the road and you got to run. So let's, let's get going. So I, I love that you're harassing people because there's so many courses out there and we didn't want a course. And it sounds like you didn't want this course where people would buy it and it just didn't do anything. It just sat there and collected dust. Then that does no good for anybody. Absolutely. I agree. I mean, that'd be such a waste of time. Right. <laughs> right. 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 But there's so many out there like, and, and Ron and I are guilty. We've bought in a course and it just sat there and, and collected dust. And, uh, and, and so, but if you have the right reasons to take it a step and take action, take a step, uh, do some training, take action, do some training, take action. And, uh, you know, if you can go and, and get at least one client and, you know, make your money back, like, come on, take action to do that. And, and we're all, all for that. So, um, but also, at chethomes.com, it, it talks about 
a bunch of mini courses. Tell us about some of those, those things that you got going on. Like I said, we niched down every chapter of the book and just gave small trainings on uh, how to hire sales superstars. You know, maybe you've gridded your way to a million in sales and you're the only, uh, you know, sales superstar in, in, the, in, in your company and now you need to start hiring. Or maybe you have a team and they're all C players and you really want an A player. So how to identify those sales superstars, how to write the right ad to attract them, you know, all of these uh, one is around sell superstars. Another one is from zero to a hundred million and beyond because we teach every day how to get more leads in the door. Let's say you get nine times more leads. How do you handle the amount of sales that come after that? So there's a lot of steps on the three P's, how to procedurize and grow so that you can go beyond just yourself. And management secrets of billionaires. I mean, we have we have multiple of them. They're all they're all there. Oh my gosh! Well, I'm gonna have to go. I'm I'm gonna be busy the rest of the afternoon, Corey. Just <laughs> you, you just ruined Ron's weekend. He's diving in. I think usually what happens, but uh, no, I I am so grateful and honored you came on the show today, and and we're like I had no idea that the show was going to go the direction it went, but I'm so happy it did. And I know someone out there is like jumping at the gates to connect with you. What's the best place for them to connect with you and get involved in everything you're doing? Well, I would say if they want a free gift, howtodoublesales.com is a great free gift. It goes into our three ways to double sales. So three free videos howtodoublesales.com. That's great. Um, and then if they want to connect with me personally, I'm mostly on Instagram. And because Amanda Holmes was taken, my salsa name got replaced. So I am Amandita Holmes. On Instagram. <laughs> yes. Amandita Holmes. Perfect. All right, Amanda, it's, it's been a blast. And uh, I really, truly appreciate you coming on. And, and one thing we we almost talked about, but uh, as the whole mindset, the limiting beliefs, like nobody calls it out in their courses, but it is part of every single program. It is part of every single course, every single coaching program. Like it is part of it. And I love that you were able to talk about like how serious you took that step in your life, which allowed you to heal yourself from a, a disease that I like, it blows, still blows my mind that you're yeah. able to do that. And, and so people out there listening or watching, come on, you got to take this stuff seriously. The mindset, the limiting beliefs, the the meditation, the positive energy, the vibes, like got to take that seriously. And and uh, if you listen to Amanda, you'll be able to uh, follow that path. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much, Amanda. All right. Bye. All right, Ron. I know I had a blast the last 45 minutes. I sure hope you did too. And you have a couple of takeaways for us. I do. And and I will tell you that I'm with you. It actually blows my mind. The whole limited belief in healing yourself. Like that's unreal. I mean, that's so cool. So wow. Wow. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to go after the first one. Dream 100 it's about relationships. It's not a sales thing. Build the relationships, help each other be successful. 
right? But don't forget it's the relationship and nurturing it. And, and it's not just a checklist, right? Um, gosh, let's see. And the other one I thought that was powerful was her comment around hindsight. It's okay with, if you have questions, you don't need to know everything, but be okay asking the questions. Just be careful who you ask the questions to. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was my biggest thing. Like it's okay to have the questions knowing that, and then don't be like me where you don't ask directions, like ask the directions, right? Like go and and get where you need. I think that's why that stuck with me, but, but also to add to the dream 100 and the relationships, like it is the way of life. If you're a business owner and you're not fostering the relationships, then you're missing the boat, right? Like don't be transactional, be transformational and, and foster and nurture and build on these relationships. And, and you may dream 100 and write a list and figure out exactly who you want to talk to in the future, but it, it cannot be for a one time transaction for it to actually mean anything. So uh, it, it's got to all be a way of life. And, and so uh, I know that that's how you and I take it and it's all about the relationships. So I love that. Amanda, you're the best. Appreciate everything that of you coming on here. So, and anybody, the dream 100.com head there, go fast, get the course while it's still so cheap. Or if you're not ready to pay anything, head to how to double sales.com and grab your free training. Yeah, guys. Uh, if, if you haven't already gone there, like get there now. So thank you for spending time with us today and we'll talk to you soon. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as I did. And you know what? If you're not already a member of our Facebook group, what are you waiting for? Head on over facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash profits with. Guys, we are super excited to have you be a part of our community and help you get more visible, get more traffic and get more sales. That's right, Ron. And every time someone's in our group, we get to share all the tips, the tricks, and everything that you can get profits with from your summits, your challenges, your workshops, your podcasts, your vodcasts, and so much more. Guys, thanks for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community.